This is the EWN Podcast Network. The way I write my lead magnet is backwards. I start at where the end result is, where is the like the high end, the fifth or sixth step in the process where I want them to go, VIP day, high end coaching or whatever that end result is for your business. And then I take a step back and say, okay, what's the step before that? And what's the step before that? And then I write the lead magnet at the very end because then I know that lead magnet is the first step in the process that will hopefully kind of path my client to where I want them to get to where there's the most transformation or the most knowledge. It's Lift As We Climb, a show that shares secrets about growing your business from the eWomen Network Premier Success Coaches and outstanding members from all around the world. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach and your host of the show. Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship building concierge. Cultivating sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. And the LinkedIn lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star. Michelle, welcome back to the show. It seems like when you start your own business, you need a computer, some business cards, and a lead magnet. I mean, they're everywhere. But I'm not sure if they're fully understood. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would definitely agree. And thank you, by the way, for having me back. I enjoyed my time the first time. But yeah, to get back to your question, yeah, there's so many things that we need or we feel like we need when we begin our entrepreneurial journey. And where do you think people misunderstand the purpose of a lead magnet? What is the purpose of a lead magnet? So the purpose of the lead magnet, in my opinion, has two functions. From an entrepreneur's perspective, it is the function to trade your knowledge in this lead magnet or opt-in for an email address. And then from a person who's reading it or signing up for it is to begin the no-like trust factor of the entrepreneur or the teacher or the coach. So there's a lot of stuff moving back and forth there. I'm giving my knowledge in exchange for the contact information. And hopefully with the purpose and content of the lead magnet, we're starting to develop that know, like, and trust that you need to earn a client. Am I hearing you right? Yeah, exactly. And you want the lead magnet to really be a value. It's not just throw something together in hopes to get the email because If you don't make it valuable, then that trust factor at the very beginning, you know, that old saying, you only have one time to make a good first impression. Mm -hmm. Your lead magnet is your first impression in most scenarios. Boy, haven't we all downloaded (laughs) the lead magnets that are just nothing burgers? Like you're excited to read the 10 things to change my business and then it's nothing or stuff they've already said other places. Are those the things that just make you crazy? Yeah, the regurgitation of some experts said this and here I'm going to regurgitate it. Yeah, that's frustrating. And and I'm like you, I've signed up for things thinking, oh, that's the one missing piece or that's where I need to focus now. And I usually open it and don't download it and then immediately unsubscribe. Yep, yep. Well, let's work on building one that actually converts. So <laughs> yeah. we all want to make sure that we get more of our best customers. Is that how you would define your audience for a lead magnet? Who are my best customers and you write to them? Or do you do it some other way to identify the audience for your lead magnet? So the way I write my lead magnet is backwards. I start at where the end result is, where is the like the high end, the fifth or sixth step in the process where I want them to go, VIP day, high-end coaching or whatever that end result is for your business. And then I take a step back and say, okay, what's the step before that? And what's the step before that? 
And then I write the lead magnet at the very end because then I know that lead magnet is the first step in the process that will hopefully kind of path my client to where I want them to get to where there's the most transformation or the most knowledge. So you're identifying the audience based on the product you're hoping to convert to. Yeah. You think about what you want the success to be. I want them to sign up for my VIP coaching. Okay, then I'm going to write a lead magnet towards people that might be interested in VIP coaching. Yeah, and you look at the solution, right? So when I look at each of those five steps, it's what is the solution that I provide at that step? Oh, okay. And then what is the problem? Like when you say, okay, they're probably going to have this problem at step one. They're probably going to have this problem at step two. So what is my solution along the way? And so when you look at an opt-in or lead magnet, it's really the why or the what. It's not the how. Mm -hmm. And so the lead magnet starts to kind of summarize kind of the evolution of the path that they would take. And so you're giving them meat and value, but you're not giving them the how, the step-by-step, the big transformation. You're kind of, it's almost like a carrot, right? Do you want more? Here's the next step. Yeah. And I don't know if I've heard someone talk about lead magnets in that way, where it's not converting them to buy the VIP training. It's just converting them into the next step in the funnel. Yeah. It's very seldom that somebody you will meet, you will have a conversation or they'll download something and all of a sudden they're raising their hand for your $20,000 coaching package. That rarely happens because you have to build that relationship. They have to know that you know what you're talking about and that you have the experience and that you are the one that can provide the solution that they're looking for to the problem that they have. One of my favorite phrases is, what's in it for me? Are you exactly. sure that each one of those steps is just what's in it for me, Rich? Yeah. And I think as a creator, you have to answer that. And sometimes it's, this is what's in it for you. When you write your ebook or your PDF or your checklist, it's like, who is this for? Why would you use it? How would you use it? They're self-selecting based on how you're guiding them even through the content of the freebie. Let's stay on audience for just a second. I've seen some people say, this is not for you if X, Mm -hmm. Y, Z. Do you believe in that? I do in some cases. And I think too, like the further along the path that they get, it's helpful to say, this isn't for you if you're looking for a get rich quick scheme, if you're looking for a done for you solution. And it helps them to self-select even at that step so that the further along you get in your path, the closer you get to the more ideal client because they're kind of going along with you along that path. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. And we are knee deep in the conversation of lead magnets and how they convert. So let's get to the other piece of the puzzle, which is, okay, it's a lead magnet, but it's my lead magnet. So the personal branding or the company branding has to get the attention, but it still has to feel authentic, like it's coming from me or coming from the company. So how do you help someone understand it, creating a lead magnet that is catchy enough, but still on brand? Yeah, I think it's important to first understand when you look at an overall brand, what is the feeling you want your ideal clients to have when they see your brand and when they experience your brand? So when you look at like IBM as a brand, very corporate, you're going to immediately think blue suits, you're going to think father of technology. When you look at a brand like Victoria's Secret, you're thinking fun, flirty, you're going to probably see the word pink in your mind. And the people they serve are very different. So you have to understand how color, how font, placement and usage and even imagery, how it plays into your ideal client because they need to see themselves. So if your ideal client is millennial, people of color, and your lead magnet has middle-aged white men, 
it doesn't matter what your title says. It doesn't matter how good your content is because the imagery and the fonts and the color doesn't even support who it is you're trying to support. And that kind of thought helps us get the right people to bite on the lead magnet. It's not just the content. It's also the branding and it's the execution. And all of this stuff is mixed up. So we're not just getting warm bodies. We're getting actual leads that might convert. Yeah, the whole point is, yes, originally you want to get their email so that you can nurture them along and you can share your YouTube videos or you can send a newsletter or other products that you're creating that are going to support them in other levels of problems and issues that they have. But the end game is we're still entrepreneurs. We're trying to make a profit and have a business where we're offering a service and we need to get paid for it. So you don't want to waste their time and you don't want to waste your time. So the more focused you can be on who you help and how you help and speak the language that they use, I always go back to self-select. They will be able to self-select whether or not you are the right person for the next step. We're off to a good start on our conversation on lead magnets that convert with Michelle Wajardo, one of our premier success coaches for the eWomen Network. I'm curious, and we're going to ask Michelle next, what does a good job look like? Because almost everyone has tried a lead magnet, but it can be a little defeating if you don't know, on average, how many people get all the way through to the end. We'll ask her next that question on the Lift As We Climb podcast. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm using Cultivating Sales to not only organize my clients and partners, I'm using it to manage this worldwide podcast. With this one program, I built and host the show's webpage where guests can apply, book their dates, and subscribe. It also manages the email communications and Lift As We Climb VIP text program. The one program has replaced so many other subscriptions, it practically pays for itself. Stay close to your customers with texts, emails, sales funnels, calendars, a course builder, and even a website builder. Get the secret discount just for Lift As We Climb listeners. Visit cultivatingsales.com slash lift to capture it. That's cultivatingsales.com slash lift. And the LinkedIn Lifestyle, the secret recipe to attract the right people and build authentic relationships on LinkedIn. Before I worked with the LinkedIn lady, my LinkedIn was a mess. Then she introduced me to the LinkedIn Lifestyle, and now I'm loaded with daily content ideas. My profile views are up, and my engagement has improved. If you're trying to do business on LinkedIn, join me and lead the LinkedIn Lifestyle. Visit linkedinlifestyle.com slash star to get the free report, Five Fatal Flaws in Most LinkedIn Profiles. Watch your profile views and post performance soar with these tips. They work. Get the report now at linkedinlifestyle.com slash star. And The Expressory, your relationship building concierge. I just launched the Idea Collective for Small Business Owners and Jamie and the team at The Expressory are blowing my members' minds. When a new member signs up, The Expressory team is automatically alerted to send a personalized surprise welcome gift right to their doorstep. The members are so surprised that they talk about the group on social media and feel more connected to our mission. Right now, you have a cool opportunity to experience The Expressory for yourself for free. Simply text the word TEST to 414-240-1315. That's TEST to 414-240-1315. And you'll get a surprise mailing including various samples of their handmade cards right to your door. You'll love the experience and you'll want it for your business too. Try out the Expressory today. 
back with Michelle Wajardo, one of our premier success coaches for the eWomen Network. We're talking about lead magnets that convert. And Michelle, like I touched on before the break, almost everybody's tried one, but sometimes we don't know what a good job looks like. So if we send out the lead magnet to say 100 people bite on it, what do you consider a good job? Is it 10 people, 50 people, two people? Like, what do you think a good job looks like? So traditionally, marketers will tell you that a 2 to 3% conversion rate is good, which means if you send it to 1,000 people and 10 people sign up for it, that's your percentage of conversion. Mm-hmm. So if you send it to 100, 2% is two people. If we go back to five steps in a funnel, every step of the funnel, 2 to 3% are converting. You have to send your stuff to a lot of people in order to get 2% to convert at the very high end. And think how that, you're saying 2% at every step of the funnel. Yes. If you had a 1,000 people opt in, and then what would that be? 20 people make it for the first step, and then five people make it through the second step. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. So if you say you want to coach 20 one-on-one clients, think how many people you have to email, how many one-on-one conversations that you're pitching your coaching program to. The two to three is the average. Anything better than that is you know who you're talking to and how to talk to them. Is it just me or when I see people who put out just awesome lead magnets, I think, oh, they're crushing it. They must be signing up 100 people from this thing. And when I did mine, it was terrible. And I only didn't get anybody. And I'm awful and horrible person. Like It must not be just me that feels that way. It's not just you. I mean, compare-itis sets into all of us. I look back at my stats and there are things that I thought, oh my God, that was fantastic. And five people signed up. But when you look at it, the conversion rate is 40%. Well, it's like, okay, but it's still the quantity. You have to look at the percentage and the number. You can't just look at one or the other when you're looking at conversion rate. And for me, as an instructional designer by trade and an online teacher, I want my students to go through whatever it is, whether it's a free thing, or whether it's a course, I want them to get all the way through the program and finish it. But also keep in mind that they might not want everything in the freebie. They might want one paragraph, one bullet, and by virtue of you changing their life with one paragraph, they finished it. They got what they needed out of it. So even looking at that ROI, when people finish their coursework, you have to kind of just consider that they may not have wanted everything in your course. So I'm going to try really hard to stay off my soapbox, but it really underscores the importance of building an opted-in audience and having people in your circle of influence. Because if you've only got 100 people in your email list and you spend a bunch of time writing a lead magnet, it may not get you the returns that you want, even if you do well with the performance of the conversion. Yeah. And your lead magnet could be the best thing ever written, right? But you've got to be able to get in front of people. And that may mean putting ads in front of it, It may mean doing a joint venture or a partnership with somebody who has a bigger audience than you and showing up in webinars and YouTubes and just growing your platforms like that. I would just say that when I first got started, I thought, oh, look, all these people are like overnight successes. There is no overnight success. Most of these people will say, oh, I've been at it for 15, 10, 12 years. And then it looks like they're making a million dollars a month, but they didn't just wake up tomorrow making a million dollars a month. So we have to give ourselves some grace. Yeah, that's really, really good advice and tough to do sometimes, but important to remember. The other thing I want to ask you about is someone that does this all the time, the concept of writing an ebook like you did that we'll talk about in just a minute. And that seems a little bit overwhelming. What are some fresh ideas of ways we can create and deliver content that works like a lead magnet, but it's not the traditional 25-page PDF that takes six months to develop? Yeah. 
there are several ways that you can do it. Webinar seems to be the most popular right now, especially with all of the at-home thing and everybody learning how to use Zoom. Webinars seem to be the platform to go to. You can do checklists, which for me, a checklist is not usually meaty enough to actually see the value and get the value, especially as a consumer. And so to me, it's always understanding how your ideal client consumes information. So if you have a millennial audience, they're going to consume more on video and podcasts. Baby boomers, they're going to want in writing. So they're going to want a PDF ebook, even if it took you that long to write it. And so you want to know, again, if you're preparing the content in the way they consume it, that's one more way they're going to self-select that you're the right person to serve them. So even as someone that writes lead magnets and helps people do this as part of your coaching, how long did it take you to write your ebook? The last ebook I wrote was my Bridge of Transformation, which talks about the five paths. And that was version two. Version one probably took me about a week. And I don't write traditionally like most people. Some people say you write the outline and then you write the summary. And going back to ninth grade English, I literally just sit down and start writing. Yeah. And I edit at the same time, which again, they'll tell you don't do that. But usually when you're inspired, your fingers just take over. Yeah. Do you enjoy the writing process? Is that your preferred modality? I love everything about the creative process, whether it's being on Canva and designing it, whether it's writing. Social media is not my favorite, but anything about creating something that I can deliver is my favorite. And you have an ebook. How do we get our hands on it? Because I'm sure it would have a lot of great information. Yeah, the ebook is called The Bridge of Transformation. And it's the way that you define the five stones in the path that you want your ideal client to take. And we're going to put the link in the show notes so that anybody who wants to register and get that download, they can. So I'm just curious. Right now, there's someone that's listening to the show and they're thinking, I know I need to do a lead magnet, but I need some help. And it's got to be awesome. And I want it to work. If they wanted to start that conversation with you, is that appropriate for an eWomen Network PSC call? Or do you do other things inside your PSC calls? How does that work if someone wants to get a hold of you and learn from you? It's a perfect way to introduce me to someone within the eWomen Network and it starts to build the no like trust factor. But really, as a PSC coach, anybody who comes to me from eWomen Network, they really set the agenda. So they can say, I want to talk about this, or I want to address that, or what do you recommend about this? So they really kind of set the tone for what we talk about. But talking about a lead magnet, and how do you go from nothing to idea to delivery, that's definitely something we could talk about in a PSC session. It's been an enlightening interview to help us define what works and what doesn't, what it should look like, what a good job looks like, how to write it, how to put it together. We could just keep on talking for hours, but I appreciate you coming on. Michelle Wajardo, Premier Success Coach for the eWomen Network. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pat. If you're enjoying the show, you need to hop in as a Lift As We Climb VIP. It's simple and easy. Just text the word LIFT to 414-240-1315. That's LIFT. 414-240-1315. You'll get a reminder when new shows are released, and we also have some fun giveaways from time to time. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge, the LinkedIn lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star, and cultivating sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach and a premier success coach for the eWomen Network. Find out more about me at patmillerideacoach.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.